Hello everyone, and welcome to another episode of Tech Smash Bros. This is episode 38. Uh, and today I catch up with David, who's around in like week 6 or 7 of his one-year stint in Tulsa, Oklahoma. So he's already been there for a little bit, so he's had, he's had some experiences. So we talk about that. Um, we then get into this like engaging digression about real estate in Tulsa and whether it makes sense to buy a property in Tulsa because when we um, looked up some properties in Tulsa, Oklahoma, there were, there were like a lot of cheap properties, but the properties looked pretty good. Granted, we might have looked in maybe a not so expensive area, but still the houses looked pretty good. And then from there, we branch out even further and like compare real estate in Tulsa, Oklahoma to Boise, Idaho. And then from there, we just look at like average wages, um, like overall wage and also by some professions, um, comparing Oklahoma wages to Idaho wages. Um, so yeah, we just do some like, uh, wherever the topic kind of flows, economic, best effort, layman's analysis. Um, and yeah, that's, that's kind of, that's, that's, it's a sneak peek into the topics that we discuss in this podcast. So if any of that piqued your interest, um, here is the full episode starting now. Awesome. All right. We're on the record. Here we are. This is episode 38 of Tech Smash Bros. I am here with David, who is, I think, like week six or five in Tulsa right now. How are you doing, dude? Uh, the heat is killing me right now, man. Dude, it's hot here, too. <laughs> it's like... What's what's the what's the Fahrenheit there? It's ninety three, and then the humidity is what's the humidity? Give it to me, Google. Uh, it feels like a hundred. Hundred percent? Well, how is humidity? Forty four percent. Forty four percent humidity, but okay. it's ninety three degrees, but it's supposed to feel more like a hundred right now. Oh, because of the humidity. Yeah, it's like another seven degrees. Yeah, <laughs> that sucks. Wow. So you you have AC at your apartment? I hope. Yeah, my AC broke. Oh shit! Two weeks ago. Dude, so what are you doing to cool yourself off right now? Oh, I got fixed, but oh, it got was fixed. Like, okay. Yeah, Good. yeah. It was because nobody had lived in my uh, apartment, so like it just didn't. It wasn't working. Oh, um, and so I had to go like for four days without AC. It was pretty miserable. Jeez. Uh, hopefully, it wasn't as hot as it is now, or about no. the same. Okay, no, not at all. Yeah, it's been getting hot. I'm I live on the first floor, so I mean it's like a raised first floor, so it's not as hot here. So like, you didn't you say you lived at like the sixth floor or something? Or I live on the third floor. Oh, third floor. Okay. Yeah, yeah that sucks. But yeah, it's a little bit higher, so it's probably hotter. Yeah, I will never live on the top story again. Is this the top floor of the? Yeah. Oh yeah. Well, it's good for winters, bad for summers. It's always a trade off. Yeah. Yeah, but it's just like also the process of like moving furniture into the unit. It's like. Right, right. It's just too much. It's a one-time cost, but it is quite a heavy, heavy cost. Yeah. Most definitely. Yeah, in the groceries too, I assume, like taking it up the stairs. Or do you have an elevator? Hopefully you have an elevator. There's no elevator. Oh, shoot. Yeah, so groceries, like if you go get groceries, it's a hassle. Going up the flight of stairs. But it depends on how you think about it. You're a power lifter, so maybe you, you treated that as a workout. Uh, yeah, but my body temperature, I, I heat up really quickly. And so 
the minute I start doing any kind of work. I could just be walking down the street and I'll just start sweating. Yeah, I mean, that's all right. You just come back home and then you just wash up a little bit. I guess so, yeah. <laughs> I mean, you have to sweat anyway if you power lift, so. Yeah, that is true. I guess that's true. <laughs> yeah. So how is uh, week six? I don't know if yeah. you're counting weeks. Yeah, how, how, what do you think of Tulsa so far? Uh, it's like, honestly, the closest thing I could compare it to is living in, don't say uh, Paris, the Iowa, it, it is, it, Tulsa is the Paris of Oklahoma. Yeah. That's, so, that's a joke, right? There was that like, actually, I don't an know. Accurate the, analogy. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. I would, I would say it's not very accurate. Today, okay. But, it's probably a joke. Yes. Um, yeah, it's, it's very, it's a lot like living in like the Central Valley, I would say. Very similar to living in the Central Valley. Things are very slow. Um, things are very, um, there's no traffic. Like, it's just people are just living their lives. Things are very slow. Yeah. It's like. What does that mean? So you don't see like people walking the streets like fast and the, the cars are driving really slow. What do you mean by slow? Um, like, so I live like three minutes from downtown. Yeah. If I wanted to, I could walk into downtown. Yeah. Um, imagine, I, I would say downtown is maybe similar to like San Jose to some right. degree where there's like, it, it doesn't really get like, there's not a whole lot of congestion that's taking place. Like, it's just very, uh, yeah, it's just like, there's, there's things going on, there's businesses and things of that nature, but like, there's no real sense of like hurry, like in like SF, right? Like, yeah, SF is more energy and activity. Yeah. But that's, but in the, but you live in the South Bay, South Bay was kind of, I guess, as you were describing, it's slow. It's slower than the South Bay. It's slower than the South Bay. So, so that would mean like, Less cars, yeah. Less like people. I guess that means also might mean less crowding, like less. Yeah. Okay, less density in like areas. It's very easy to find parking downtown. I will say though, their parking system is probably more advanced to some degree. You don't think they're that's like, because they have less people? You just think their system is more advanced? Yeah, because like you don't. It's it's cheaper, eh? So like, if I want to park. Uh, a monthly parking pass for downtown. It's twenty bucks a month. Um, yeah, but that's just a function of less, like less demand for parking. No, it's fair. Um, but everything is through all the parking is through this the this parking app. Uh-huh. Um, <clears throat> I think they have the same thing in San Francisco, but it's not as widely used. Yeah, so they like, have what is it? Yeah, they like pay for parking app. Yeah, like, so like, like that. Yeah, here you can pretty much like. That's just everybody just uses that. Nobody uses the the parking stalls to pay for parking. So it's like, I would say in that instance, it's pretty. I guess like forward. I guess I don't know. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean it's cool. I mean we have um, the minor league team here. They're the, oh the minor league team in baseball. Yeah, yeah minor league baseball. They're um, the Dodgers uh, minor league team. They're called the Drillers. So like, there's some. I guess like hip thing. It's 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 a college town. I'll say that. Like if you've lived in a college town, that's what that's the feel you'll get living here. Really, but much less active. Mm-hmm. 
Okay. Okay. So, sounds pretty boring to me so far. Like, very idyllic. Yeah, it's... um. Oh, your volume just got better. Oh, I don't know what happened. Maybe, oh. maybe it's because I'm talking directly into... Oh, okay. The mic. Your volume was fine, but yeah, it just got louder a little bit um, there. But yes, go ahead. I think it's like if you're really into um, like physical activity, like a lot of people are really active around here. So like when came, we went uh, kayaking. Oh, I'm going to have to bleep out their names, but yes. No. Yeah. Carry on. <laughs> uh, we went kayaking uh, a couple weeks ago. Yeah, um, yeah. I and heard. And we went for like, it was like a two-hour kayaking trip, but like there was so many people that were on the lake that it just seemed like it, that that's just what people do on the weekends. Um, there's yeah. a lot of gyms, so people do that. There's like uh, people play like there's just volleyball place. Um, it's like a brewery slash volleyball like pickup volleyball court, and so like you go there on a Friday night and it's like packed. Like there's like two parking lots filled with like cars and everybody's just playing pickup volleyball and, and, and drinking. Oh. So it's like, and then we had before that, we had, um, it was called the Tulsa tough, which is like a three day bike, tur- uh, bike race, uh, with different, uh, across different courses. We had an Ironman that took place here oh. three weeks ago. So like people are pretty active more than anything. Okay. Um, so it's, it's pretty active, but I guess they're just active in some selective activities yeah. yeah yeah okay well that's good for you right you like doing active stuff yeah it works I perfect i mean that's all i pretty much do when i'm not yeah happy. so are you are you like overall happy there entertained no complaints or what what's what's missing for you it's the energy like the energy yeah. of the bay area and just like the energy of like I don't miss the traffic. That's the one thing I don't miss. Good. Um, but everything else as far as just like people just like trying to get stuff done. People just like, you know, I got things to do sort of like vibe. That That's mentality. something. I, yeah, I, I, I kind of miss that. Oh, yeah. Do you remember? Well, I don't know if you remember this, but you and I had a conversation before as to like whether you would like to go live in San Francisco or not. I forget, we and I had a com- you and I had a conversation about that, but you mm-hmm. mentioned like you would like to go to San Francisco sometimes, but not like all the time. Um, yeah. But now, like, I guess you're in the other extreme of none of that San Francisco energy. And well, you, I'm missing that. Yeah. So it's like, I, I like going, I like to be able to go to the city and then come back. Right, right. Like, I don't like being in a situation where I'm stuck there, where right. like, I have to commute to the city. So, like, I like going, catching that that vibe of the city, and then going back home to the suburbs. Yeah, here, You're not gonna, yeah. Like, I live. It's almost like where I live is like it's kind of like Emeryville, basically. I, I would say that's probably like the closest thing to this, not San Jose. I'd say it's like living in Emeryville where oh, there's like oh, businesses. Yeah. There's like, there's things going on, but it's like people aren't really going to Emeryville for much of anything. And the energy is not as constant. Like sometimes they'll, well, they'll have a shopping center and then sometimes they'll have like fireworks on the 4th of July. Yeah. But like in San Francisco, you'll have the pride parade. You'll have some sort of festival, some sort of ethnic festival, maybe celebrating Chinese new year. So yeah, it's a lot more like energy more festivals yeah i guess you won't be you know maybe well maybe that's what tulsa remote's trying to get to 
I think so. I mean, yeah. I think uh, I was learning a little bit more from some of the people that live here. And they were yeah. talking about how, like, apparently Tulsa was actually in the United States was, a, was the uh, oil capital at one point. Um, and it was a very thriving sort of like community, as we, we all know. Um, and but a lot of it, a lot of the money came from oil. Um, and so mm-hmm. I think what they're really trying to do is just kind of like re- bring back that sort of like energy and sort of just like that, um, that I guess that feel of being like a hub or a place for people to go to. So like they have grants for everything, like there's like not only my program, but on top of if I wanted to buy a house on top of what I'm getting from this program, mm-hmm. I the state of Oklahoma will give you a $10,000 grant for first time home. Oh, I see. So, so you yeah, like, do that for your down payment. Exactly. So like, I think they're just really trying to infuse like and bring in cash into the state as well as o- a Tulsa to really just kind of just like bring it back to life. Yeah, it's like a restoration back to its peak state from a long time ago. Yeah, because you'll see people like we when um, the guys were here, like there's people like one dude, there's some dude, random dude that had like a um, uh, the Lamborghini. Uh, what is that? I can't remember the name of it, but the Lamborghini truck or whatever. Like you'll see people driving around in like uh, um, Caymans and, and Taycons, like Porsche SUV. Like you, there's there's well there's a lot of wealthy people there, which is really it doesn't make sense in Tulsa. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Look at the houses here. So it's very like wide ranging. So I'm seeing like a house that's like a sixty thousand dollars, three bed, one bath, sixty thousand dollars. That's so cheap. I don't know if this is a good neighborhood or whatnot. And like right next to it, might see something like five hundred ninety nine to like six hundred thousand dollars, four bed, four bath. This one almost looks like I was like this looks like a mansion kind. It's like a huge ass pool on this one, nice flower line, dude, like path to the door. But still, six hundred k for a four bed four bath. It's not bad at all. I'm not Redfin. I don't know if you're looking up Trulia or something, but dude, these houses are really cheap. Yeah, it it doesn't make any sense. I mean, it does because doesn't it? Because it's not like as such a hot place to go to. <laughs> I guess having this program, yeah, you don't see like the Bay Area having a program to like, oh yeah, come to the Bay Area and we'll give you all these financial incentives. I mean, I'm looking at a condo right now for forty two (laughs) grand. Is it better than your condo right now, than your apartment? Uh, I would not say so because my my apartment's like brand new, like they just oh, it's brand new. Oh, so that's what you when you said like nobody lived here before, it's because it was brand new. Yeah, no, like it's yeah, completely. Dude, it's, these houses are nice. But I um, mean... Are you getting a... So you're going to work remotely there in Tulsa for a year. Are you you're getting a pay cut from your Bay Area check? Or are you still you still have yeah. the same paycheck? So I, okay. I get a pay cut, but it's comparable to what I was making before I got my last like um, um, bump in pay. So it's like, it's really not that big of a difference. Oh, you mean before you got a pay raise? Yeah. That's not bad at all. So it's a probably like a, I'll say it's a $20,000 difference, but like uh-huh. with the cost of living here, uh-huh. I'm, it's, I'm basically making the same amount. Oh, well, they try to do that. They try to adjust to the cost of living. So you're, you'd say you're making the same, well, I guess your net 
income is the same amount. Yeah. Because of expenses. It's not yeah. really? Wow. I, I I would think you'd save more. How much is your rent? It's like 1400 Ooh. It's not that it's, cheap. I'm but not, that's, yeah. that's because I, uh, I added on a garage access to my apartment. So I'm paying like 160 for the garage. So it comes, it's like 1300 plus the garage comes out to like 16 or no, 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 uh, 1400 or 1450 Still, or something like that. Uh, yeah. Now I see why you say it's about like the same. Cause yeah. the difference is not that, like it's not that much cheaper to rent. Cause you were paying like 1800 rent before. Yeah. But all the savings come into, I'm paying less in gas. So like I have, I've, I'll buy gas up my tank like once every other week yeah so far um i don't have to pay for laundry um, why you because i have in unit um, oh oh yes there. yes it's good but um, you pay for water water's 25 bucks a month all my utilities is 68 dollars a month yeah, that's but, ooh, that's not cheap that's like bay area level for utilities 68 dollars for water electricity and uh, well, it depends because some units in the Bay Area they cover water already, so you'd only be paying electricity, which is like sixty some dollars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ooh, it's not that much cheaper than I thought. The cost of living, the houses are disproportionately no, cheaper. It's 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 a lot. Like you'd be surprised. Like well, how much is food? I'm to be honest. Uh-huh. I feel like I did myself a, uh, a disservice. Um, I've talked to people that are paying right now seven hundred fifty bucks a month to uh rent a three-bedroom house um i've talked to people that are paying you know a thousand bucks to rent you know the same uh you know unit house so like but why are you paying more than than the others part of it is where also where i'm staying too because of the fact that like i am living closer to downtown to the co-working space um so then that way i don't have to work from home all the time i can go to the co-working space but again, like I didn't pay for rent this month for June. So like I'm paying, I'm paying less than I was before, but it's just in all the different like cost savings basically. Okay. Well, I do. Yeah, hopefully you will make more net income over the year than you would in the Bay Area. Cause I think that was one of your goals. Yeah. Well, it's to save. I'm pretty much taking all that money that I'm taking from the program. Yeah. Um, and then pretty much just pocketing that um yeah and or so, buy a house in tulsa dude these houses are actually they look nice for how te- i don't know dude like for how cheap it is i'm wondering if it's the case where it's just like maybe i just do it and then just like rent it out yeah and, and then, then just, retire like, here later it. yeah one day yeah maybe these houses aren't bad i don't i don't know yeah i mean if the rentals are what you say it is you were like saying a thousand dollars a month too yeah yeah, it's not bad. You can like probably. I actually let me look for a condo. I'm wondering you can get like a condo, buy it entirely depending on how much money you saved up, and then just collect it all in rent. So you yeah. have just an extra source of income, assuming you pay very minimal in mortgage. Um, that's already like an extra source of income. I might maybe I should just do that, dude. It's how, cheap. It's really cheap. <laughs> let me look at condos. Let's see. $42,000 for a condo. Let me see what this looks like. Uh, but it looks a little bit old. Yeah, if you look in like... Uh, I think it's like Brookside area. 
of Brookside. Okay. That's probably the most expensive area in, in, in Tulsa. Tulsa. Yeah. That's Why? where like is it close to downtown? Or? No, that's where like the compounds are and stuff like that's like Okay. Where all the rich people live. Oh, all the rich people. What what neighborhood are you in? I feel like with that sort of rent, if I could charge that rent, that's not bad for me to think about. What Cherry Street? Where are you? If you Tulsa uh, downtown. If you go south from Cherry Street, south from Cherry Street, okay. That's where like, that's where like the wealthy people are. Oh yes, but where are you? <laughs> so oh, I can charge I'm, similar rent. <laughs> I'm like uh, East Village, the Pearl Central Park. I'm in the Pearl. I'm in the Pearl district. You're in the Pearl. All right. By Central Park. I'm oh, like, okay, okay. The little complex right south of Central Park. That's where I'm at. Ooh, they have a little river here, Arkansas River. Can you kayak in that river? Or you said you kayaked in a lake, right? Yeah, that's where we actually went kayaking. But this river looks pretty big. It's it's pretty big, yeah. But nobody kayaks there? It's like dirty? Um. Oh, no, 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 no. So that one we didn't. Um, <clears throat> wait, did we? No, we went Illinois River. Uh, uh -huh. And the Arkansas River, I haven't seen anybody. Anytime I've been down over there, like I don't think anybody actually... Yeah, I think they use it for like uh, power generation because there's the um, PSO, which is the uh, utilities company. Uh -huh. They have like a, a huge power plant on the Arkansas River, so I think they use it for like hydro or something. Like that. Oh, hydro! Oh, nice. Look at that efficient energy generation, clean energy generation. Yeah, I'm looking at some of these houses, um, these condos. I'll do some research, but it is surprisingly cheap. What do you think? What are the prospects of Tulsa, Oklahoma, becoming a hot real estate market? From what I've from what I've heard, the owner of my gym, he's a real estate agent. Yeah, um, and he's been talking about how there's been a lot of people that have been coming. There's more and more people that are coming here to Tulsa because of how affordable it is to live, um, uh -huh. as well as like a lot more people are able to work remote small businesses people are coming here to start small businesses and things of that nature and so i think it, the best way to look at it is like look at how austin has been over the past like 10 years and i think tulsa is tulsa's considered the sister city to austin so that same growth they expect to happen here in, in tulsa, tulsa as well. yeah why do they call it the sister city to austin well yeah it's weird. They said like anything that happens in Tol in Austin typically finds its way to Tulsa. And like a lot of experiments is for like businesses and stuff. They typically will experiment in um, Tulsa and then go to other places to launch those same like businesses. So they'll go to Tulsa, they'll go to Austin, they'll go to Oklahoma City. So we'll get it here first and then they'll expand to other places. Okay. But houses are going. But I mean, if it, yeah, I mean, but if they do it at first in Tulsa, why, why isn't our, why aren't they at the same level as Austin? Because everything that went through, that everything that you see in Austin must have gone through. I think it's Tulsa still kind of. I think it's still kind of like a hidden gem, to be quite honest. But huh. that you factor in like there's like five or six major university, big universities here in Tulsa. You got OSU. You've got Tulsa University. You've got. Uh, University of Tulsa, which are two different schools. You have uh, Tulsa Community College. You have like two, three other private universities. Yeah. But University so, of Austin, Texas, like a pretty, really good school yeah. nationally too. Tulsa doesn't have that though. No, no. But I mean, I yeah. think that's where it's like, that's why I say it's like the growth pattern 
will probably mimic Austin to some degree. And over time, more and more people will start to come in because you see people rebuilding houses, all of these like houses from the 1920s. Mm-hmm. And they have like really big lots and then they tear them down and then they're just like rebuilding them. And so I think it's just only a matter of time before people really start to funnel in. There's, there's tons of real estate that's just like just there for the taking basically. Yeah. But people need to want to go there for yeah. the real estate market demand to go up. Uh, but so Texas, Austin, they had like big oil companies, I think. Isn't BP oil in Houston, Texas? So Yeah. yeah. I think so. Yeah. So Texas has, and I think a lot of like businesses probably um, set up some of their headquarters there or like their tax uh, residents or tax like offices there. Um, but what and, is, what kind of basic businesses does Tulsa have? Well, and that's the thing too, I guess apparently um, Tulsa was one of the potential locations for the uh, factories that Elon Musk was looking to oh the gigafactories but he went to texas instead exactly yeah so it was between texas and oklahoma um and then they ended up going with texas missed opportunity for tulsa um what but so no big businesses that you're aware of that's in tulsa it's all energy utilities so like uh public utilities oh sorry that's pg and e's probably california yeah public utilities okay a lot of fracking too but oil okay i guess apparently the other thing with the fracking was that like with the regulations that came from like uh the obama administration um that kind of like fractured things and then when trump came in he like deregulated all that and then with the biden administration they think that that like it's going to be an issue again as well but if it's not then that again opens the door for more growth um but I don't know. We'll see. I mean, yeah, we'll see. It's kind of one of those things where I don't know. I, I, I it's like, should I take the risk and just you mean, like, in like what buying do I have a house? to lose? Yeah, like what do I have to lose? Even if I come back to the Bay Area and I just decide to like rent it, you know, like is that really a loss? You know what I heard? Um, actually, this is on the Joe Rogan podcast, but um, they were talking about like, you know, Texas is now like up and coming. The next one after that, I think. I don't know who he was talking to, but it sounded plausible. Uh, but he said Boise, Idaho, Idaho, Idaho mm-hmm. seems like like the next up and coming spot. And I, I've, I've heard so many references to it, not just on that podcast, but in other, like other places that I do, on a very like superficial glance and cursory glance, have my eyes on Boise, Idaho as well. Yeah, yeah. That's I know probably. some people that actually just went there recently to visit. Um, yeah, you see, like people go there. Like I think, just based on that podcast and Joe Rogan, he talks about like um, tours that comedians go to. Like Boise, Idaho, is one of the spots that comedians go to. So really, yeah, I think too. Yeah, it's part of the tours. Yeah, so like entertainment finds its way there. Um, yeah, it's just yeah. So there might That's be some a, demand. It's kind of expensive in, in Boise, right? It's, yeah, it's not cheap, so might and might like, be might be up and coming there. I wonder what they're like. Uh, they're uh, is it is it gross national product? It's not national. GNT. Oh, gross, gross, gross product. <laughs> is, is that a thing? Uh, yeah, that's a good question. I don't know what it would be. Do they even measure that by state? They probably do, right? I'm sure they have. So it's a GNP for states. Wait, gross domestic gross. What's the, I don't know. 
PPP, GDP for states. Yeah. Uh, list of states and territories. Oh, okay. So I think they just, I guess they just attribute the GDP to each of the states. So let's see. Uh, okay. So California is the highest in nominal GDP. This is, I think, for 2020 data. So GDP uh, at current prices, 3 million. 3 million? That sounds small. I thought it would be like close to a billion, like a hundred million, but three million. Okay. Three million GDP for California in 2020. Doesn't that sound small? Yeah. That seems really small. Yeah. Three million. Yeah. You would think like it's a little bit higher, like maybe like in the tens of, or at least hundreds of millions. This can't be right. <laughs> you can find annual, annual nominal GDP of each state in both 2019, 2020. Okay. We're looking at Wikipedia. Well, we'll just, we'll just go with the numbers. Texas is number two, dude. One point seven million. Um, one point six, one point seven million for New York, Idaho, Idaho. I'm looking just for Idaho, right? This is by state, so I don't know how much Boise does, and I don't know if they do. But Oklahoma is one hundred eighty-six thousand, dude. This is way too small. That's like one person, like one individual salary. That doesn't make sense. You, know, you, you can The spending is a lot more than one individual salary. This, these numbers aren't correct. We're not reading this right. You, oh, below does not. No, wait. So raw GDP data below is measured in millions of U.S. dollars. This makes no sense. Like three million dollars. Yeah, that's like one individual. Could be like one really rich individual. Sorry, let me look, let's look at a different. What is GDP for a state? Gross state product. Ooh, you were very close. Gross. No, they do have that. Yeah, they do have that. Gross state product ranking. Let's look at that. Um, no, I'm never gonna look at Wikipedia. Doesn't make sense. By state 2020. Uh, cookies. No, I get I get so much more cookie. Um, notifications like reminding me like oh you know these cookies are active and about the cookie policies have you noticed you've been getting a lot more of those notifications when you browse the internet yeah oh you have right yeah me yeah. too like this focus on privacy is definitely growing dude it says oh a billion current yeah i don't know what i think i think did i misread because wikipedia said million but now here on this um, site called statista.com it's in billion current us dollars so california is three trillion does that make sense that well, seems, that seems right. Three trillion. I, maybe that's that sounds right. Is it's it, got to it, be really high because I mean, like, like think about all the companies that are here that generate like revenue. You know, like. Yeah. Right. It's not just individuals. Now these are corporations also spending money. So maybe three trillion does seem right. The raw GDP is measured in millions of U.S. dollars. Oh, is it like, oh, okay, okay. So I read this wrong. So it's like, if it's 3091, that means, um, okay, okay. So so Vermont is in like 32 billion. That's right. So 32 billion. Oh, yeah, 3 trillion. That's right, 3 trillion. Sorry, I was misreading the Wikipedia one. Each unit of a dollar that was, that was listed in the Wikipedia page is 1 million. So it's okay. California, 3 trillion. Texas 1.7 trillion, um, New York 1.7 trillion, uh, Ohio, dude, Ohio is like number seven as of 2020. Dude, I should look into Ohio, but it's um 675 billion, um, and then it, so we were looking at Idaho, right? Yeah. Idaho, Idaho. Oh, dude, it's like out of the 51 states, it's number 41, so it's pretty low. 
Yeah, 84 billion. But it's number 41 out of 51 states. So pretty low. And the housing prices are probably proportionately higher because like um, Oklahoma right now is like ranked, I'm sorry, as of 2020, it's ranked 31, 186 billion. But Idaho is number 41, 85 billion, which is like less than half of Oklahoma's GSP. But the housing prices of Idaho looks like, my guess is it's higher than Oklahoma, right? Probably. Yeah, it is. It's like way higher, which doesn't make sense because like if you're looking at the uh, most popular jobs in Idaho, uh-huh. like the office and, office and administrative support occupations, average hourly wage is $18 per hour. Ooh, interesting. So like how, do, how are people affording these houses? Yeah, huh? yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like it doesn't make sense. I do. I'm just gonna look up Redfin quickly. Boise, Idaho, but but maybe that's a good sign for Tulsa. Like the fact that its GDP is like pretty high, but its housing prices is disproportionately lower compared to some of these other like hotbeds yeah. in real estate might be an indicator that it, its real estate market's about to match and be more proportionate to the G- GSP of a of a state. Let's see, Boise, Idaho. Boise, yeah. Let's see. Let me look at the houses here. Um. They are definitely much more expensive. <laughs> yeah, even the condos are pretty expensive. Wow. It's ridiculous. Maybe the wages are like lower, but maybe like a lot of the rich people or people who are much more well off use it, like buy it as a vacation home. But that's still like a small minority. So I don't know if that's enough to drive up the real estate prices like that much higher. Wow. Maybe, maybe we should look into Tulsa. Given like, you know how like for stocks there's like price to earnings ratio. Yeah, I feel like this this one the GSP to real estate price ratio is like very favorable for Tulsa. I'm no real estate agent, but uh, my instinct tells me that that might be a good indicator, a favorable indicator for Tulsa. Dude, Boise, Idaho is like almost as expensive as the Bay Area. Yo, this is crazy. What are you looking at, Boise, Idaho? No, in um, in Tulsa, uh huh, it's nuts. Like, like really cheap. You mean or like if you're looking at the um, like employment numbers and like the average um, the like uh, there's four hundred seven four hundred twenty seven thousand people uh, that are employed. In as of what of, date? As of uh, this is May twenty twenty, so this is last year. Okay, last year. Um, Four hundred twenty seven thousand people employed. Yeah, management op- occupations. The average is one hundred ten thousand. That's a lot, proportionately. No, no, no. Uh, 90, 93,000. Um, oh, 93,000 out of four hundred. Then sorry, what was the number for employment? Uh, four hundred twenty-seven thousand. Four hundred twenty-seven thousand ninety. That's still in management occupations. So twenty-five percent of the population ish, slightly less, is in management occupations. Yeah, isn't that a lot? That sounds twenty-two thousand like people are in management occupations. Oh, like twenty-two thousand. I heard ninety. Yeah. Twenty-two thousand. So that's that's a that's a pretty small number. That's like what five five percent. Yeah. Yeah, but I mean that that that's that's on average. Those twenty-two thousand people are making a hundred thousand dollars. 
close to a hundred thousand dollars a year. Oh, do they say the average salary for that management occupation people too? Yeah. Uh huh. Okay. Okay. So and then there's chief executives. There's about seven hundred and thirty, making on average one hundred sixty-nine thousand. What was the number? Twenty-nine thousand. Twenty-two thousand. Chief executives. Oh no no no! Seven hundred and thirty. Seven hundred thirty. So that's yeah. a that's a small, small number out of a four hundred twenty-seven employ four hundred twenty-seven thousand employed people. Yeah. Is a breakdown similar though in the Bay Area? I wonder. You think you you would imagine it's higher in the Bay Area just because of like the oh, startup, yeah. yeah, the startup hype there. Yeah. Okay, so you're 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 surprised by these numbers in comparison to the real estate market, or just just the proportion of the number of employed people? It just doesn't make sense, to be Why? quite honest. Because Why? like if you look at like if you look at it, like if you just drive through the neighborhoods and like you just, you spend a weekend here. Yeah. It doesn't like these salaries don't correlate to the, the real estate market and why it's so cheap to live here. Oh, you would think the real estate market should be higher based on the numbers you're seeing. Yeah. So like, I think it might be the case to where you have a lot of people that are, you know, working for like Starbucks, start startups and things of that nature. Uh huh. Um, this is where, let me send you the, no, but can you pull up the same numbers in the same site from about like California or maybe like San Francisco? Um, I don't know if they have. You should options. be able to. Let me see. Let me look at that. I, I don't. I feel like those numbers are because you said nine hundred out of four hundred thousand. So that's like it's really small. It's like probably less than what is that? Less than one percent. Nine hundred divided by four hundred thousand. That's like less than one percent. So less than one percent of the population makes one hundred sixty nine thousand dollars. I think I think the Bay Area would blow that out of the water. Less than one percent probably make more than like five hundred thousand dollars in the Bay Area. Yeah, you're right. So that the that that the housing prices are like much smaller in Tulsa compared to Bay the Bay Area makes sense given that disparity in yeah. my eyes. So it's not that surprising if you think think about the facts that I said to you or are you are you still surprised i guess so i mean because like i'm looking now so like for an office and administrative occupations there's about sixty thousand people uh in this sector yeah and on average they're making about thirty six thousand dollars exactly so that's like a large number of people making a lot less yeah 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 so maybe that's why the real estate prices but the gs the gsp is higher yeah can you send me the link i'd be curious to see like that with Idaho and then back to the Bay Area. Uh, this I, is on the Oklahoma. Oh, uh, it's in Oklahoma. Yeah, so I don't know. I is it a government sponsored um, thing? Government yeah, website? it's like okay. their um, employment. Oh, interesting. So let me look up Idaho numbers. Idaho GSP. I'll just type that. Idaho. Um, Idaho GSP uh, employment. I'll just do employment numbers. Idaho employment numbers. Oh, okay, okay. I know economy at a glance. Bureau of Labor Economics. Let's see. Yeah, are you, were you at the Bureau of Labor Statistics or something else? Um, labor Force Statistics. Oklahoma Employment Security Commission. So. Oh, okay. It's probably their version of. What is the local area? Revised preliminary data. Labor Force Census. Download the Excel. Population estimates. Doing my research. Oh, look. 
uh, Idaho, the government of Idaho, the Department of Labor uses Tableau for the data visualization. Yeah, interesting. So they use Tableau. This makes me think of Palantir because they have they because Palantir has a lot of government contracts. So data services that are sold to the government. Percentage estimates. Uh, are you looking for Idaho right now? No, I was looking at um, California. California. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay, I'll look at Idaho and then you can, you can look for California. Um, twelve month leisure and hospitality economy at a glance. Employment. Oh, hours, earnings, and okay from CES surveys. Um. Yeah, this is this is putting a research skills to the test here. Uh, Idaho. Where's Idaho? Um, unemployment insurance reports. Um, unemployment rate indicators. Idaho. Let me see. Idaho's employment salary numbers. Idaho Bureau of Labor Statistics. Oh, oh, oh. Okay, here I see it. It says it had that same like breakdown that you mentioned, like management occupation. So let's see if this is promising. Um, I don't know. Oh, it's taking a while to load. Are you watching? Yeah, I can. <laughs> I can hear it in the back row. <laughs> is it is it a front load washer or top load washer? Uh, front load. Oh, that's good, right? That's more energy efficient, I think. It's the one you open in the front, not at the top, right? Uh, oh, no, 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 no. My dishwasher. My dishwasher's going. Not my oh, your dishwasher's going. Oh, I see. Nice, nice. They don't have... That's interesting. It's not as user-friendly. The California one's not as user-friendly. <laughs> you would think it'd be more user-friendly, right? <laughs> given, yeah. given that's like a tech hub. Uh, major occupational group. So management occupations. Oh, oh ooh, ooh. okay, okay. Oh, okay. So Boise, Idaho. Um, oh, you're at the Bureau of Labor of Statistics, I think, aren't you? You probably that's where you are. No, um, I was using the. Um, I was using the Oklahoma State one. Really? I, I yeah. they, they might have drawn that from the BLS Bureau of Labor Statistics. So I have the same breakdown that you mentioned now for um, Idaho. So okay, oh. so Idaho is management occupations. Um, I'll send this link to you, by the way, too. Look at us doing real estate research on the fly. Employment research on the fly and real estate. Um, management occupations, Idaho, 41,000. So everybody that is employed is 718,000. So that's like almost like double of Oklahoma or Tulsa. So you looked at Oklahoma, not just Tulsa. Yeah. Right. Okay. So, it's, so Idaho is almost double of Oklahoma oh, that's employed. 41,000 are in management occupations. And I think you said like 22,000 for management-ish for uh, Oklahoma. Yeah. So it's double there too. And the annual mean wage for management is 88,000. So it is lower. So yeah, so, so the ratio of uh, mean wage to real estate prices seems more proportionate by comparison than um, in Oklahoma for the ratio of the mean wage to the real estate prices there. Um, what was the annual mean wage in Oklahoma, like overall? 
here for uh, Idaho, it says 46,000. Let's see. Uh, overall? Yeah, like all occupations. Uh, it's 37,000. So it's lower. Yeah. So it's lower. Um, hmm, maybe that explains it a little bit too. Um, management occupations. So it's, yeah, I don't know. There's a lot of things going on, but it's it sounds like, yeah, the wage overall on average is higher in Idaho than it is in Oklahoma. That's really but, weird. But but their GSP is lower in Idaho than it is in Oklahoma. Yeah, that's that's really weird. Chief and executives. Maybe, maybe it's because of uh, the <coughs> like the fracking and stuff like that. Because why it's lower? You mean the salaries? No, just in terms. Well. No, 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 because Idaho has has uh, higher salaries, right? Idaho has higher salaries, yeah, on, on average across all occupations. So I'm looking at the chief executives, 202,000 chief of oh, national estimates. Sorry, that's national. Um, wait, how do I look at your California stuff? has 30,000 chief executives. So, yeah, like it's a lot more than um, for sure Oklahoma. It's like... 10 times at least. Yeah. Um, let's see. Uh, mean annual wage national estimates. Wait, why can't I get them? So the average average annual wage in California is double. Double Oklahoma. Yeah. Which is like 80K, is it? No, 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 no. Uh, 60K. Yeah, 60 K. 65 it's 65k in california oh, yeah. and then it's uh 37 so not almost double yeah like slightly less than double but yeah but it's, it's more it's much more yeah. yeah can you look at the um uh, the c the chief executive salaries if i click on mine i just get to the national number but not the for state. california it's yeah. 200 it's on average it's 218,000. So wait, hmm, that's not that much higher than Oklahoma because Oklahoma's like one hundred sixty nine thousand. It's not double; it's like twenty five percent, maybe more. Yeah. For all of Oklahoma, oh, what happened? Whoa. So I'm looking at like Idaho and the top, uh, like average, the top profession with the highest annual mean wage is an anesthesiologist with $253,000. That must be a lot in Idaho. All of these like doctors, surgeons, 200 surgeons earn less in Idaho on average than anesthesiologists. So if you ever come at a crossroads between determining if you want to be a doctor or an anesthesiologist and you're considering a move to Idaho, maybe you should be an anesthesiologist. Mm, I guess so. Yeah. Cause I mean, that's a, that's a pretty hard. What uh, do they do? Don't they, they put people to sleep basically. Right. And like, yeah, but, 
but that must uh, honestly that sounds like it takes a lot less skill than it would to be a surgeon because well, you have to factor in like how much people weigh like there i think there's a lot that goes into it so like they technically don't work that much but the risk and the like you get reward for the risk of like yeah putting somebody else's life in danger basically no yeah i guess true yeah i mean that is a risky yeah you want to reward people who take risky but very productive and essential behavior um actually an anesthesiologist is a doctor either an md or do practice anesthesia who practices anesthesia but it's just like an anesthesia but like you said i would think it takes a lot less time than a surgery would um, yeah because you're probably the like of, there at ahead. the beginning and then you maybe you hang around till but you're not actually like working Right, right. Like not as much, but I guess the, the the ratio of like the the impact of your decision to the amount of time you take is like really huge because just like one milligram or two milligrams like off in the dosage for anesthesia could like be really really bad for the patient. So the decisions you make are probably like really essential. Yeah, but yeah, I'm looking at like all the salaries here in Idaho, and uh, it's like it's like just the medical practices the highest earning profession anesthesiologist third surgeon physicians family medicine physicians dentists and the pediatricians nurse anesthesia yeah, yeah. anesthetists no i almost said tits there <laughs> yeah and then let me see computer and, and information research scientists make 120k on average in idaho yeah uh computer hardware engineers it's 120 here. For in, in Bay Area? <laughs> no, in, in Tulsa. A computer hardware engineers? Yeah, it's making 120 a year. That's not bad for like living in Oklahoma, right? Yeah, that's I good. mean, honestly, it's like, and that's where I say like in terms of like cost of living and stuff like that, because like you can find, you know, a cheap house that is pretty big and, you know, you're not really most of your money is not going to rent like in the Bay area where your entire paycheck is basically going to rent. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, we can, we can go on and on about the research, but in conclusion, um, based on our, uh, very, uh, quick research and intuitive research, I would say, uh, buying a house in Oklahoma, may be a good long-term investment. Maybe, maybe we'll see. Would you agree? I think there's some, it's a, it's a buy and hold, right? Right. Long-term investment. Yeah. All right. We agree. There we go. You have your, you have your first real estate recommendation from text match bros. Viewers discretion, listeners discretion, (laughs) uh, very much advised. We're not financial advisors (laughs) or anything of that nature. Yes. Yes. But, um, if we, if, if we buy a home there, then we put our money where our mouth is. is. Is that the expression? But uh, if we ever do buy a home, we'll let the listeners know, especially if we do it in Tulsa. Um, cool. We have five minutes. Do you want to, I actually, I'm curious as to um, how that visit from the friends went. I don't know if you could yeah, like, it was give me cool. some of the highlights. Um, Everybody got burnt is what I hear. I don't know if you got burnt, but I heard. I didn't um, get burnt. Two, oh, you didn't get burnt because you were no. sunscreen? I, it takes a lot for me to burn. I got been sunburned before, but it takes a lot for me. And I usually oh, I wear sunscreen. I see. Um, but yeah, it was good. I mean, it was a lot of, a, a little bit of degeneracy, a little bit of... What does that mean? Like activity. drinking? Yeah, there's there some drinking. 
uh-huh. we had a bottle of it was a 12 year van winkle have you ever heard of that before no is that like an oklahoma tulsa specific drink or no i guess this is like there was only six bottles in the entire state and uh-huh. we were we got like uh we got an ounce a piece basically um and it was uh it's supposed to be like a very uh, what is it popular or like a very like sought after whiskey or bourbon kentucky bourbon okay um so that was kind of cool um we did like a bunch of uh escape rooms we did like two or three in one day nice did you escape any oh we like went through them all yeah we finished them oh nice what was the fastest time you finished one in uh the first one we finished it with 10 minutes to spare and they said that like that's like pretty much at the owner's level like when they're like wow designing them so like we've we've gone through pretty quickly interesting remember when you and i and you know some of the other friends went to the escape room did we finish that in time or do we not we escaped right barely no was that the um asian one which one was, was the one with like yeah i think what i know what you mean it had like some spirits and like you had to free a spirit or something like that yeah i don't think we finished that one we didn't finish we that were... one no. yeah so do you think the escape rooms in the bay area are tougher than the ones in oklahoma <laughs> Or at least in Tulsa. No, to be honest, this was actually like these. Really, these were very hard. But very, you finished. Through, I will say very you hard, finished through yeah. all of them, though. They were pretty hard, though. Like the the last one we did, we had like five minutes to spare. So like, there. I will say they're probably at the same level. Even one okay. of our friends was like, he said he was very impressed out of all the. Um, Escape from uh, Escape Dead. she's been to, like, this was probably at the top, like, maybe top five. Yeah, but do you think the, the pleasure and the satisfaction of beating the escape room kind of, like, inflated his recommendation? I wonder. No, it was, they <laughs> sure. were really, like, I was, I would say I was pretty scared in all of them. Because, like, it, they were very suspenseful. There was a lot of, like, um uh like logic and 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 Uh problem solving that was needed in order to like figure out what to do next there was one where you had to transcribe the words like it was like egyptian theme and you had to use like this transcriber to figure out what was being said and like you had to like sit down on this chair to like turn on the light somewhere else but if you didn't transcribe it right then you wouldn't have known to sit down in the chair to like I see. get the shot. I don't know if she should be saying all of this. What if like you give the hint to somebody who's going to do an escape room and they listen to this and they're like, wait, I know how to do this and it ruins your experience. Hey, <laughs> you live and you learn. <laughs> uh, yeah, I feel like if we're going to make a meaningful recommendation for an escape room, we should probably determine a criteria because you said like a lot of different factors that were favorable for the escape room, but they're different. Like you said, this was very suspenseful, like scary, but that's independent from how challenging and how like logically difficult an escape room is too. No, so it, I would depending say, on like the metrics, I, I would say to make a meaningful recommendation, we probably would need to establish a rubric of a different criteria we're using to then say we recommend. We don't have that time. I, I we will don't have that this. time. We don't have that time. That's true. I will, if you've been to Omniscape in the Bay Area, I would say that this Eleventh Hour Enigma is very comparable. You have as just as good of a time, difficult time, challenging time. Okay. Um, I'm not saying it was easy by far at all. 
Uh-huh. It was fun. It was challenging. Definitely. Go. I would say if you want a very affordable, good time, come to Tulsa. It's cheap. <laughs> like it's very cheap. It's very specifically for time. the escape rooms and the kayaks. There's a lot of, like it, it, you could have a good time on a budget and do uh-huh. more than you would be able to get done in the Bay Area, I'll say. You're talking about just about escape rooms or just in general? Just in general. Because there's like there's more availability because there's less people. Yeah, probably. you could just have a really good time. Like I would say, the weekend they came was it was probably one of the most fun evening or weekends I've or weeks I've had um, in the Ever? last couple of years. Yeah, last couple of years. Wow, really? Yeah. Wow, you're really selling me on this. Maybe instead of going to Vegas, we should all go to Tulsa. We got casinos too, bro. <laughs> Dude, is everybody, every podcast going to be like you being a spokesperson <laughs> for Tulsa now? I'm digging it, kind of. <laughs> so, we'll well, yeah, and then next year, maybe you go to a completely different state too. Like, and you'd be the spokesperson for like another state. And um, it'll be like finding the hidden gems across the nation. That'd be kind of cool. Just to that would be kind of cool. From different, different states. Yeah. You would have, you probably have to get sponsored or something to be able to make those moves, huh? Uh, who knows? That would be nice. That would be nice. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Okay. So we're at the hour. That was fun. Yeah. I actually enjoyed listening to you about uh, Tulsa. Tulsa. It sounds interesting. So, yeah. Cool. If you ever right. want to come by, you're more than welcome. Yeah. Uh, how did they? How, how did? How did your friends? How did our friends get there? Did they go by car or by plane? By plane. By plane. Okay. Yeah. Um, okay. It's, like I said, it's it's really cheap. Um, if any of our listeners would like to come to Tulsa, um, uh-huh. feel free to reach out. To you? <laughs> How do they reach out to you? You can find me. Um, BLCK, BLK, BLK, underscore SM. Yeah. BLK, SMSN. Is that your Instagram handle or just your Twitch handle? On IG, Twitch, and Twitter. Got it. DM him. Um, and yeah, I think, I mean, honestly, it's, um, I miss home a lot, but uh-huh. at the same time, um, I, I, I honestly can't complain right now. It sounds exciting. Yeah. It sounds like you're enjoying it too. And you're finding many things to enjoy about the place too. I'm yeah. looking forward to hearing more about it. So two more conversations like this. Um, all right. I'm going to pause and stop, but to hang around a little bit just to capture, make sure I store the audio. If you've listened to this podcast and you liked it, please subscribe and uh, rate it and like it. All right, I'm going to stop. Oh, well, sales pitch there. Yeah, that's a tip like I learned. Like I was like reading how to promote your podcast. And like they said, the beginning at the end of the podcast, make sure to remind like listeners to subscribe to the podcast if they liked it. Okay. Yeah, but I mean, you see, you see like a shit ton of videos that do that anyway too. So yeah, I should have already learned by just watching those videos. But uh, anyway, yeah, I'll get into the habit. All right, I'm going to stop. Yeah. <laughs>